0: Good day, everyone. It's great to be with you here on the podcast. This is Pastor Tony looking at this weekend's upcoming gospel for this Sunday, which begins in the third chapter of Luke. We're in the second week of Advent, and finally we find him there, John the Baptist. So before we begin, let us have a word of prayer. The Lord be with you. Most holy and gracious God, you appointed your servant John, to be the forerunner of the Messiah to come. Make us always in the likeness of this saint, pointing perpetually to Christ, readying ourselves and readying the whole world to receive our Lord in the fullness of all of his glory. Prepare us, Lord, over this season of Advent to witness the coming of our God. We pray this in the name of Jesus, the Word incarnate. Amen. Chapter 3, starting at verse 1 in the Gospel according to Luke. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip ruler of the region of Ituraea and Trachonitis, and Lysanias ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the wilderness. Shall see the salvation of God, the gospel of the Lord. Well, here with the introduction of John the Baptizer, John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, uh, we are reminded, of course, that the whole story of Jesus, the whole story of the Savior, the Messiah, the one who was to come, was something that was prophesied long before the birth of Jesus, long before the birth of John the Baptist was something that was known to be coming, specifically known to be coming to God's people and through God's people. The witness of John the Baptist, along with the words of the prophet here, remind us that God, in God's fullness, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, has been at work planning the salvation of all people since the world began, that Jesus was there from the beginning, that Jesus was there awaiting the time, the time when these things would be fulfilled, and that time just happened to be, well, the year zero, or at least the year zero as we've come to renumber it, but whether the date was consequential in any way, and I don't particularly think it was, and actually that's something that sometimes brings me a good bit of joy within the understanding of God's work and reading the Gospels, that that time, like any other time, was a time when people lived and thought and loved and worked in ordinary ways. But at that time and in that place, God decided to come to us, to come to God's own creation. Just as God had walked with them in the Garden of Eden, God again rejoins God's people. But in this time and in this way, in the form of flesh and blood, full God and full human, in the person of Christ Jesus, our Lord, Now, while the timing of it might not be, well, anything in particularly special, certainly the place of it is notable. The people whom God chooses to use are notable because Jesus is, and the gospel reading reminds us of this, reminds us of this by the words of the prophet Isaiah, and really reminds us of this by the entire way that within the gospels we are reminded that this thing This thing of the coming of the Messiah, the coming of the Savior, was something that was known and known to God's people. You see, Jesus is very much a member of God's chosen people. Jesus is Jewish, and Jesus and his whole story here in the early parts of the Gospels, especially Luke and Matthew, here Jesus' story is rooted inextricably in the story of God's people. And whenever we open up the first part of the scriptures, whenever we go back into that thing called the Old Testament, we can see for ourselves the love of God that is intervening in our lives as God's creation again and again and again, up until this point when God reveals that, yes, there will be, there will be a moment and there will be a person who will come to be the Savior, not only for God's people, but for all flesh. You see... God's people, now it wasn't always just God's people, but God's people, once that covenant is established with Abraham, are a people that hold on to the solemn promises and also hold on to the faith in the one true God, and it is through them that they will bless all, all of creation, all of humankind, it is through them that the Messiah will come, and it is through them and through the work of God that all flesh shall see the light, that all will receive salvation. And that all people, all people when they come to know and believe and understand the good news that is the good news of the Gospels, the good news of Jesus Christ, that all people will be brought in to God's holy family. We are reminded of God's never-ending love for us. We are reminded of the way that God preserved and used God's people and we are reminded of the way that through those people, the light would shine. The light would shine through a Savior and a Messiah to come, and the light would be a shining beacon for all the people, including us. This text is a great way to remind us about where we are grounded and where we are rooted. And in that way, I think it also reminds us where we are going, that the work of God through God's people and bringing forth the Messiah, Christ Jesus, our Lord, that the work of God has always been about expanding the knowledge and love of God to all people. Because we are a part of this illuminating story now. We are a part of the light that shines in the world. We are a part of what gives glory to God, and we are a part. We are a part of the good newsing, the evangelization, the spreading of the message of Jesus to all, just like John the Baptist, always pointing to Christ, always pointing to the Savior. I look forward to seeing you soon in worship tomorrow night. We will have our first Wednesday Advent worship service. That service will start at 7:30 and go till about 8 o'clock here at the church, or on Facebook or Zoom. Uh, before that, we will have a, uh, a little activity building. We'll be preparing a outdoor nativity scene uh, for the lawn. Uh, that will begin at 6.45. So 6.45, the activity begins down in the Fellowship Hall. 7.30, our worship will take place up in the church. And one last note before we go, this podcast is now finally up on Apple Podcasts. So if you have an iPhone, if you listen to your podcast there, search for the St. Paul Morgantown Podcast, um, or maybe search for the words Pastor Setley without a break in between. That's how I was able to find it, but it took months to get it up there. I'm excited it's there now because that's what I use to listen to my podcast. But... With that a bit of good news, uh, I look forward to seeing you in worship. I pray that God is blessing you with a wonderful day.